The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand off, Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown. And now, your hosts, Isaiah Stanback, Patrick Walker, and Kyle Yeomans. It is a wonderful Say It With Your Chest Wednesday here on Talking Cowboys. It is the final day prior to Thanksgiving, and that means it's the final day to preview the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants, a.k.a. Beckham Bowl 2022. That's right. He's going to be doing the the (laughs) on-field coin toss. He's going to have exclusive interviews after the game. He'll have a commitment ceremony. I can't take this no more. He'll be the line judge. Signing day. A ceremony after the fact. He'll have the the cap of the Cowboys. He'll have the cap of the Giants. We should definitely get some T-shirts made and sell them. Beckham Bowl, Beckham Bowl, Bowl, 2022. Well, there are. I think we missed our opportunity on that one. There are a couple of other uh, outlets that are trying to. They're already on it. Piggyback on our freaking great haters, man. Cowboys, freaking haters. Beckham Bowl. You heard it here first, ladies. Yeah, you heard it here first. The amount of money we just freely give out on these airwaves. This is because we give so much love. It's it's giving. Thanksgiving. There yeah. Just, and they're just thanks taking. Yeah, thanks taking. Right? <laughs> they're just thanks taking. Takers right? of thanks. But you know what? The fans are out there and the fans give us plenty. The fans know. Facts. So the fans know. They know. That's the science. Uh Patrick Nosey Walker. How was the biscuit yesterday? Did you, oh man. Did you massive. finish it? No. What? Are you serious? What? I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have been able to the eat Thanksgiving dinner after that. The disappointment. That. Bro, mm. the disappointment. That's like three did weeks. You, I, I, that's did like you three weeks one? of carbs. No, nah, I'm not a biscuit dude. <laughs> oh, so you said you tried me and to me and bread me don't get along. I'll, I'll turn into a sugar plump if I eat a whole bread. That's what I'm saying, bro. bread. That was like <laughs> three yeah, weeks I'll, of carbs in over. one sitting. Yeah, like, that's not. It's not going to happen. Me I, and bread. I love bread, but my body doesn't love bread, yeah. so I have to. Isaiah looked like Santa Claus yesterday. They had this big backpack, and he was just walking around backpack, upstairs, backpack, and he was giving out. Yeah. Instead of giving out presents, he was giving out food, okay, <laughs> like man. full trays of yeah, food. You get a biscuit. You yeah. get a biscuit. Yeah. Biscuit Bill. Biscuit. I hooked up Beamer. Beamer got, yeah, Beamer you got some food. Yeah, appreciate it, bro. What'd you get back there, Beam? What'd you get? The refrigerator at home. Just come out. It's at home. I just want to know what it was. It's safe. That's funny. I guess I'm not going to get it. We, we, we don't know. No. Oh, okay. Um, with that being said. Because <laughs> I haven't opened it yet to see what it was. Oh, okay. You gave it to the, me yesterday. It so had I a big put C on it. Yeah. There's it didn't say C. I think it said three. Is that what it said? Three? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. wow. You've got a number system on it? Yeah. You're wild. I, uh, You're crazy. Yeah. You're crazy. But I got to say, man. I like you, but you're you're crazy. You know what I almost did this morning before I jumped in my car? What was that? Put them boards in there so I could get some work done on on, on Zay. You should have. I should have. I stay ready. I stay ready. How how long has it been since you've thrown? It doesn't matter. Cornhole. It doesn't matter. For me? No, no, no. Isaiah. Listen, man. Listen. Man, he hit you I know. All I, I know. Is, all I need is three tosses to calibrate. Do we get calibrated? He hit you with the full rock. It doesn't hey. matter how long it's been. I need three tosses to get calibrated. It's all like don't get home. You need to call Heckman and ask him about it. Are you thinking you compared Heckman's skills and my skills together? Is that what you're doing right now? No, he's comparing his own skills to your skills, <laughs> which is fair. Heck came at me one time about playing cornhole. We played. I, I threw three bags and listen he said here. I quit. Listen here. 
<laughs> between my former QB skills and my SLR-approved eye vision. <laughs> They're not a sponsor anymore. You I know. It's okay. Anymore. They still took care of me last year. I still appreciate them, you know, even though they, they kicked us to the curve. Mm-hmm. <sighs> now I just drink my Black Rifle Coffee Company. Yep. Yeah, we, we could we could put uh, push-ups on it. Ooh. For a month. Oh. Ooh. Don't tease me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> push-ups for a year would be even worse. Let's freaking go. Now that would be a high intensity film. It. Beamer, you would be the most swole cat in the building. Well, he's it. not losing, so then I'm it's not going to go lose, back to you. So. Oh, we need to film this. Video every every day you would walk film. into the studio, hey, you'd we have need to, to drop down this. and give us 20. <laughs> film it. It would be like this. Go, Kyle. Hey, uh, hey get, drop and give me 10 real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yes. no, there's it. no way. He'd be doing push-ups every open. Every day. You <laughs> would be able to fit no shirts. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. You still can't already. You're still wearing the schmediums. All right, Patrick, let's get off of this conversation. Give us some Cowboys news and notes as we get ready for the Cowboys and the Giants tomorrow. Let's do it. WWRD. What would mm, Rob do? Shouts out to Rob Phillips. Now, P.I. Island. Um, so, injury report on yesterday, there were no changes to the injury report, which is not necessarily a good thing considering there's a bug that's kind of making its rounds uh, here at the star. So, those who set out the, the Wednesday, Monday, Ah, I got to get on Jason Garrett's yep. schedule. Um, mm. The Monday walkthrough with an illness, which would have been Terrell Basham, Dante Fowler, Jonathan Hankins, mm. Kelvin Joseph, who left the game on Sunday with an illness, uh, and that's it. But Demarcus Lawrence was actually added. I mean, he was already there for a foot issue, that, as we all know, but he was tagged as well with the illness situation with Damn. the bug. Defense. Uh, Mike McCarthy said that clearly is going through the defensive side of the room more than anything. Brian Anger did uh, fall victim to it last week, but he was able to play <sighs> through that. Quentin Bohanna fell victim to it, was not able to play. He was listed as inactive. So, um, mm. you know, Positive vibes to these guys. Short week. Hopefully every single one of them can be on the field on Thursday. Coach Mike McCarthy said the team is taking some added precautions, uh, and that includes some guys uh, opting to put some masks on um, so mm-hmm. to protect themselves. So there are measures being taken. So hopefully, like I said, these guys are good to go. Micah Parsons was upgraded from DNP to limited. Uh, it's fully expected that he'll play, and I'm 100% certain that he will, as is the organization. For the New York Giants, from their side of the equation, they are looking much worse because it's not a bug they're dealing with uh, as much as it is actual injury. And their offensive line is is ravaged. Uh, DMP, 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 Feliciano. Uh, it's a starter. Azidu, yeah, uh, I can't even pronounce his name. Azudu. Let's say Azudu, if I mispronounced it correctly. Josh Azudu. Right? Yeah, you did it right the first time. Right. It's Azudu. Yeah. So those are two neck injuries on the offensive line. Adoree Jackson, he's going to miss this game. He's already been ruled out by Brian Dayball with a knee injury. Massive loss to the secondary there. Uh, Shane Lemieux, offensive line, did not practice toe injury. Evan Neal, limited this entire week with a knee injury. And even when he was healthy, Demarcus Lawrence absolutely sunned him. So Mm. a less than 100% Evan Neal logically can't be as good as the 100% one that got spanked, got his pow-pow spanked. You know who's not on that injury report? Who's that? Swiper, no swiping. Mm. Jalen's not. Andrew Thomas is, though. Jalen Smith. Another offensive lineman. Andrew Starting Thomas. linebacker for the New York Giants. Andrew Thomas. So yeah. both teams are dealing with um, some absences from practice for entirely different reasons. The Cowboys with the illness situation 
have a much better shot of seeing most of their guys who are on this report take the field. The Giants, not so much. Neck, neck, ankle, knee. Um, yeah, not a good thing. Ravaged offensive line. Ravaged secondary. Those are really the two that are hit mm-hmm. hardest across the board because they were already missing Xavier McKinney because of his ATV accident that he had in Cabo. And let's not so, forget Wondell Robinson. He's not on the injury yeah, report don't. because he's that on injured reserve. That sounds so fake. It, it doesn't – yeah, it does sound fake, but it's really not. It's really not. So, yeah. yeah. And they lose Wondell Robinson to IR, so yeah. he's not on this injury Not reserve. on that list. Okay. Which so leads that, us to the Beckham Bowl. And speaking of Beckham, yeah, certain quarterback admitted to reaching out to him personally. Which quarterback? Was um, it Daniel Jones? It was not. It was Rain Dakota Prescott. Whoa. Of House Cowboys. Have you ever seen a team actively recruit like this? I was going to add the additive on the backside of in in season, like in the regular season. I feel like that would be a too easy yes question or no question. Like I've never seen anybody recruit in season. I think Jerry hit it on the head. I think Dion. It was Dion, but you'd have to go back to the to the early mid nineties to kind of get a grasp of that. But yeah. Since I was around that time, showing my age here. Um, yeah, I'd say Dion because, you know, Emmett and Michael, like they were really pushing. Now, as yeah. far as how many players came out and pushed, uh, I believe it was Emmett, Michael, Charles. Um, but I mean, like right now, when you're talking about OBJ, it seems like every day there's a new one or two guys that just jump in front of the camera. Well, not jump in front of the camera because they were asked the question um, that just admit to, hey, yeah, we, we, we spoke with him. And or we want him here. And or, you know, what are you waiting for, OBJ? And then you go look at Twitter and they're full-blown conversations. OBJ said they went crazy moments after the Cowboys annihilated the Vikings. And then Tank replied. He was like, they did make the right decision. Trevon Diggs replied to that with the slide and the ninja emoji. Like, these guys want OBJ, man. Man. Have you ever seen anything like this outside of Dion? Dion's the right uh, the right answer there because what was that like week two, week three yeah. of that season? Yep, yep, yep. So it was in season two, but nothing since, not like that. I, and especially week twelve into the season, <laughs> and you're having this conversation. Receivers, quarterbacks, VPs, EVPs, owner and GMs, yeah, custodians, no, podcast shows, never seen podcast like analysts. I've never seen anything like it, but it worries me. It does. Why? <sighs> I'm not sure if I'm not sure if this organization and this team can handle all that comes with that. I was and we were on the same page with that yeah. several weeks ago okay. before I started seeing the players beat the table like this. Okay. CeeDee Lamb, Micah Parsons, Ezekiel Elliott, and now Dak Prescott, of course, you have others in between. Mm-hmm. But when the players cuz our our concern was how would he fit in the locker room? Mm-hmm. We, we're getting our answer. Yeah, We're getting our answer. Now, of course, it's still a, a little bit of TBD as far as because I said a couple weeks ago, as long as he understands from a Jason Peters standpoint, like, hey, you're not one or two. That, that's what I'm saying. That's the thing, though. That's yeah. the thing. And also all the attention. There's been there's been other prospects, not this year particularly, but in the past in the NFL that have not been picked up by organizations because of what comes with them in terms of all the media attention we know that's Dallas loves that yep but there's a downside to that as well because with all that comes extra pressure with that pressure now Kellen Moore would be forced in a position to have to get him the ball and all these kind of there's a there's a it's kind of a domino effect of things that would take place not to say that it would be bad but there's a potential that it could be bad so I mean it's a toss-up it really is a toss-up I mean we'll, we'll obviously know here most likely here in the next week or so I would imagine 
um, because we're towards mm-hmm. the second round on the downslope of the, of the season now. I mean, it was going to take him some weeks, no matter where he decides, to get acclimated. I mean, um, he probably wouldn't even show face in the games until I would say probably the last three or four games. Yeah, could you imagine the talking points and the media attention yeah, that this move would get? It's already getting that, and he's not even here. He's not. He's not even a cowboy yet. Could you imagine? If he's out there lining up with C.D. Lamb and and Michael Gallup, mm-hmm. could you imagine every eye in the building, every eye on the television screen would be honed in on whatever number Odell Beckham Jr. ends up wearing? I don't know what he would end well, up wearing. Well, that's probably why the NFL didn't flex Cowboys coats out of their prime time, <laughs> out of their prime time slot. Maybe they feel like you know the Cowboys do have a good chance, and they really do have a good chance of signing Odell Beckham. But um, to to kind of touch on Isaiah's point, I love what Mike McCarthy said um, in kind of a back-channel conversation. He said that if – you, if you guys remember, Ben McAdoo was in the building as a consultant who was yeah. OBJ's head coach in New York. It was Ben McAdoo. Um, so for as much negative as McAdoo has to say about the Giants organization based on how that, that split happened, um, one of the only things that McCarthy – well, McCarthy said one of the only things that McCar- uh, that McAdoo has to say that's positive is OBJ, and he's not said a single thing negative about OBJ. He says he's a good locker room guy, Sorry. says the narratives are not true, says he works hard, one of the first in the building. All of that kind of starts to put ice water on my concern about yeah. being a locker room. That's, head. Good. that's good. So a lot of a positive backroom conversations being had about OBJ. We shall see. But – these boys got to get the dub no matter what. What if he brings you a biscuit? Would you feel better? I'm not the biscuit boy, remember? Mm. Oh, you're just biscuit bill. Yeah, bring, me a cup, yeah, bring me a cup of fruit. Then we can talk. A cup of fruit. Mm. Just like Beamer did yesterday. That's right. Mm. All right, we're going to take a first break a little bit early today <laughs> because I, I want to get into the preview side of yeah, things. Yep, yep. And we're going to give in. We're going to preview a little bit of the offense versus the defense and then flip that matchup as well. When we come back, more Talking Cowboys presented by Black Rifle Coffee right after this. When you build, you start with the foundation. And home ownership is a foundation of a stable future. The Bank of America Community Home Ownership Commitment has helped over 34,000 people lay the groundwork so far. With up to $10,000 towards your down payment or 3% of the purchase price, whichever is less, the satisfaction of owning your own place can become a reality. Visit bankofamerica.com homeowner to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America N.A. Equal housing lender. Credit and collateral is subject to approval. Restrictions apply. This is not a commitment to lend. Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweet says head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Are you ready to take coffee off your grocery list forever? Black Rifle Coffee Club is here to help. As a coffee club member, you'll get your favorite coffees roasted, packaged, and shipped to your door free of charge on your preferred schedule. Set it. 
Forget it and never run low on coffee again. Members also get exclusive deals on coffee, products, and discounts from partner brands. Ease your mind and let Black Rifle worry about your coffee supply. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com to join the coffee club today. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Back to Talkin' Cowboys. Live music fans head to the Star in Frisco on Tuesday, November 29th for a brand new monthly concert series, Sounds of the Star, featuring the country rock band Western Rewind. The concert kicks off at 7 p.m. and is free and open to the public. For more info, visit thestarinfrisco.com. Previewing the Dallas Cowboys and the New York Giants, second meeting of the year, Cowboys took meeting number one, 23 to 16. Would you believe it that that was the largest come from behind victory that the Cowboys have had all season long? Hmm. Hmm. Isaiah said it earlier in the season that this Cowboys team is not built to come back from much. Seven points is the largest deficit they have overcome. It was 13 to six after the Barkley touchdown, and they have not overcome a deficit larger than that to win a game for the remainder of the season. The every other game so far. So the Giants have shown that they can get up on Dallas. Mm. They did that. They got up 13 to 6. But why is this Cowboys or why is this Giants team different than the one that the Cowboys saw in week three? They're beat up. Ravaged. Yeah, they're beat up. They're missing, I think, in my opinion, their number one receiver. Um now out with their with ACL. Mm-hmm. Um, that's huge. That's huge. Uh, in a in a Brian Dayball's offense. You need you need guys to go get the ball. You know, I think he he knows how to run the ball effectively, but I think he's he's along the lines of a Kellen Moore where he wants to throw it around as well. So if you don't have the the assets out there on a the perimeter and you don't have the assets up front to give the Danny Dimes the opportunity to actually sit back there with some form of comfort, then you're in a bad predicament. When they were mostly healthy in this first meeting, um, they only logged three third down conversions out of 11 attempts Facts. with one touchdown. And now your offensive line is battered and bruised. You lose Wondell Robinson, who you know, basically had a career day of 100 yards before he tore his ACL yeah. this past weekend. Um, there's nothing that indicates – of course, anything is possible, so you know, any given Sunday. But going into the game, there's nothing that indicates that the offensive line that was healthy – earlier in the season and couldn't stop the Cowboys pass rush now beat up and battered and bruised will be able to stop a Cowboys pass rush who's coming off of seven sacks against Kirk Cousins in the Minnesota Vikings there I just I don't see it and when you add that to the fact that you know Sterling Shepard uh, he's not going to take over a game uh, you know you would I mean, he's an NFL player, and it's possible. Hi, Christian Watson. Um, but if the Cowboys' pass rush does what it needs to do, and, of course, that's predicated upon stopping the run, you stop Saquon, which I guess I could start and stop there. You stop Saquon, and the game is over. You stop Saquon, and the game is over. Because Danny, he's going to get a couple plays with his legs, extend a couple drives with his legs, but he's going to need way more than his legs if the Cowboys get off to this fast start that we now know that they can. Hmm. 
with the fast start, I'm still – how do I phrase this? I don't know. By phrasing it. Phrasing it. Going back to Minnesota, you 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 felt better about the way you stopped the run against yeah. Dalvin Cook. But that's still – that's a Band-Aid at the moment. You haven't healed that star that scar just yet from what Green Bay and what Chicago did for you run defense-wise. What about Saquon Barkley – presents a different type of challenge. I know that offensive line's banged up, but he's still Saquon Barkley in the backfield. He's still Daniel Jones. Both of those guys can run it. Both guys had nearly 80 yards, Barkley 81, then uh, Daniel Jones had 79 in that Week 3 matchup. Is that a matchup that you're more confident in now than you were in Week 3, or is it vice versa that you don't feel as good about that now? I feel more confident now because – they have those scars. We talked about it yesterday. Yeah. This defense has been beat up and it is on the frontal lobe of, <laughs> of their of their <laughs> to stop the dog on run. And it's like you, they are going to get their pow pow spanked if they give up anything over five yards. Yeah, I mean, this has been drilled into them to not give up anything. So you can best believe that these guys are going to be heat-seeking missiles in terms of shooting their gaps um, and laying integrity and then force, you know, obviously the Giants into a passing situations, and we know what happens when that when that, take, when that goes down. I agree with that in the, in the aspect of lane integrity. I think they'll be more disciplined in executing their individual assignments, um, but I do plan for or expect Debo to try to get Barkley out in space, and when he gets him out in space, all bets are off because every angle you choose is the wrong angle. He's just... He's just, special. He's just nasty. He's special. Um, uh, and much like we compare, justifiably so, Michael Parsons to uh, LT, uh, a if not for his career being horribly slowed by injury, Barry Sanders is is the direct comp to Saquon Barkley, and that's a guy, that's a talent, that's a skill set that if he's in space. Good luck. So for the Cowboys, the name of the game is to execute, maintain your lanes, keep him from getting out in space because that's what Dayball is going to want to use him for, and that includes using him as a wide receiver out of the backfield on some screens, on some bubbles, to try to challenge the secondary to come forward and make those tackles. Um, Saquon is, is a problem if you allow him in space. If you don't allow him in space, you increase the chances of being able to either limit his yak to one or two or maybe get a TFL, but it's, it's difficult to get a TFL on a guy like that. Yeah, because he doesn't necessarily need an offensive line to break right, big exactly. runs and to break big tackles and things of the sort. My, my biggest concern is I, I feel like every time we do this, we look at it and it's like, oh, that team's banged up. They're not the same. They're not going to be what you thought they were. It's even the second time around. It, you already destroyed them the first time, yeah. whatever. I don't think this is a bad Giants team. I still don't. And Cowboys Nation, I think, feels that way, too. There's a little bit of a bubble gut going into this game. (laughs) Short short week. You're coming off of a super high, beating the tar out of Minnesota. So where... Where are the strengths for the Giants, and how could they take advantage of Dallas? Because that's where Dallas needs to focus. And actually, really quickly, shouts out to Byron Jefferson for reminding me of this because tired brain, I completely forgot. Sterling yeah. Shepard isn't even on the field. That's right. He's been out for a few weeks now. Mm-hmm. He's done for the season. So Darius Slayton is, though. Yeah, Darius Slayton is. So I, that's where my brain was going, but that's not where my mouth went. So shouts out to Byron Jefferson on Twitter for hit me with the correction there. Tired mind. But, yeah, that's another weapon that's not on the field. They don't have the weapons. I'm, I'm not threatened by this Giants. And – 
Dallas has learned their lesson about sleeping on teams. I think they slept on the Giants last time they played them, and the Giants kind of got on their heads for a second, and they're like, "Oh crap, we came better, back. We better figure this out." So, and that was before really the Giants had won some some games. That was before facts. you knew the Giants were going to be. They, they have the same record right now, they're, despite absolutely, injuries. Absolutely, very. You have to. Re, you respect every team. You guys know how my approach is, and. Obviously, they have the same record with you. Obviously, they are, you're going head-to-head with these guys in your division right now because this division is the best in the league as record-wise right now. Yep. Um, you want to prove that you're better than what you displayed against them last time. Last time, in their locker room, they're like, man, we were, we were this close. Right? We let them off the hook. That's that's what they're saying in their locker room. Didn't scream, though. Gotta you know, be quicker. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's what they're saying in their locker room right now. We we just let them off the hook. We could have kept, we just kept doing what we were doing. We'd have been, we would have been solid. Dallas is now like, no, nah, we need to make sure that that gets put Bury to rest. Them. Yeah, we need to bury these cats. We need to do what we did last week. And matter of fact, let's make it a 60-burger instead of a 40-burger. That's what their mentality needs to be. And I can guarantee you the competitive nature of this team, the actual players, and the coaching staff wants to ensure that New York knows when they walk out of this game, yeah, you guys are beneath us. If they get a 60-burger, by the way, I'll make sure and get Whataburger back in studio on Monday. 60-burger. Like yeah, 60-burger. Like and yeah. – and, even when you flip it, because I was focusing on Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley versus the Cowboys defense. Even when you flip it, um, this offense, it's it's clicking now. We've been waiting all season for it to click, and we talked about why you know why it probably hadn't, and it's because Dak Prescott hadn't been there the entire time. Obviously, he missed five weeks. Coming back, he had to get his timing back, his rhythm back, and then there were the miscommunications. Two of them cost you the game in Green Bay. Without those, you win the game in Green Bay, and you're undefeated in Dak Prescott's return. Like This is how close the Cowboys were to firing on all cylinders, yeah. and we finally saw them do that. So now they, more, more so than us, knowing that they can do it now, they believe that they can do it now. They are reminded that they can do it now. And now they get a chance to run up, potentially run up the score and send another message to a very good NFL team that happens to be a bitter division rival on your own field. And, oh, here's the added motivation. McCarthy hasn't won a Thanksgiving yet uh, with the Cowboys, and the Cowboys haven't won a Thanksgiving in four years. Wow. So you need more motivation to finally protect your home field on Thanksgiving? Make it happen. Make it happen tomorrow. It means Dallas is due. Yes. They're due for a, a big due. Thanksgiving game. They're due. Uh, it was funny. The first thing that popped in my mind was like, you want any more motivation? You need more motivation? I was thinking, what about the Jonas Brothers at halftime? <laughs> that was the first thing that popped in my head. Uh, so kind of going along to those points and asking the question. Damn it, God. <laughs> it's it, it's going to be a good show. It benefits Salvation Army. It kicks off their, their deal. Yeah. yeah. Um. Patrick, when you were talking about Dak Prescott being a big key offensively, absolutely, and getting this thing rolling again, outside of Dak Prescott, what's the biggest reason why the offense has has looked like it started to click over these last couple weeks? Well, we saw that they were able to commit to the run game. That's what helped the defense and Cooper Rush go four and one in the absence of Dak Prescott. But you, <laughs> my brain goes right to Dalton Schultz. This version of Dalton Schultz in that tight end room. With Jake Ferguson. That is not where I was anticipating you going with that. I like to keep it spicy. Wow. But if you think about it, with the reemergence of Dalton Schultz, which we said this version of Dalton would show up when Dak returned, and here we are. It forces linebackers to cover the middle of the field. That then allows 
CeeDee Lamb and Michael Gallup and some of these outside receivers a little bit more free reign. It makes it more difficult to shade your safety coverage one way or another because you have to account for Dalton Schultz. And then when it's not Schultz, it's Peyton Hendershot or it's Jake Ferguson. So primarily I'd say Dalton Schultz, but I'm speaking more so to the tight end trio as a whole because they've shown they can be productive and Dalton Schultz has again become that top security blanket for Dak Prescott. Opposing defensive coordinators now know that and have to account for that. And in doing so, again, helps open up everybody else. Hmm. What do you think? Big reason why the offense is clicking outside of Dak Prescott. I can't put my finger on it. I think Kellen Moore is more comfortable. I think he's settled in. I think that he has finally admitted to himself that the running game is the the freaking foundation of this offense, and he's allowing that to flourish. Have you been satisfied with the way that he's handled the ground game over these last few weeks, last even few against weeks, Green yeah. Bay? Yes. Where it's feel, it felt like things – I mean, you got up 24-14 to 14 yeah. against Green no, I'm, Bay. I'm very proud of what he's done over these past few weeks. And I think that's, it's been a part of his development. I talked about it early on, how he's still growing, how he's still a young offensive coordinator in this league. And there's a lot of things that he's still fighting himself internally. And you're starting to see that growth and that development. He's overcoming those things. From my perspective, he's overcoming those yeah. those those challenges that he has um, and that urge to just throw the ball around. And he's seeing the results of it. So it's a lot easier when you're fighting those internal battles when you see the actual fruition of it. When you know, when you when you see the fruits of your labor, like hey, okay, this isn't this is not natural for me. I'm gonna try this, and then it works. It's like okay, all right, no, okay, I'm gonna try it again. It's not natural. Oh crap, it worked. All right, maybe <laughs> maybe I should do this more often, right? But had he tried it and it not worked, uh, okay, let me go back to what I know. Yeah, right. you know. So I think that he's learning, um, and because of that, this team is is benefiting from it. So, and did I say 24-14? I meant 28-14. Oh, no disrespect. 28-14 is what Dallas got up in that game, which is even more unfortunate. So, let's flip it to the defensive side uh, one more time. Without Anthony Barr, if he's unable to go, which it looks like he won't be able to go. He's not going to go. He's not going to go, period. Is that? I I know Mike said it was hard-pressed. It's not official that he's been ruled out, but I would be – pleasantly stunned mm. if he's on the field tomorrow. But So he's out. Because you're talking about restraining that hamstring yeah. Saturday, this past Saturday. It's been less than a week since that. Yeah, been there's no way. Hammies suck, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Damone Clark's <laughs> season continues. So, But that's kind of my point. So Barr, D-Law's questionable. Uh, Kelvin Joseph's questionable. With the pieces that are out on this defense, is there any worry on – how they're able to fill in the hole, or is the depth kind of taking that and and not on that side of the ball wiped it out on, on, on the defensive side of the ball? You have a lot of depth. Yeah, uh, side outside of cornerback, I'll say outside of cornerback, linebacker, linebacker, you're okay, but outside of cornerback, you have pretty good depth. Defensive line, you can afford it's for flooded. yeah, you can afford for the defense. <laughs> yeah, I think you'll be all right. You're, you're good. Safeties, you're good. We've seen guys step up in that regard as well. Yeah, um, it's just that cornerback. You can't afford for too many of your corners to go down. That's the biggest. I would say the biggest. It was risk Thanksgiving factor. last year where Kelvin Joseph and Nashawn Wright saw a good amount of playing time and against that, the Raiders. That's who right? I was going to mention, Nashawn Wright. So if Kelvin Joseph can't go with illness for whatever reason, it, all it does is pull Nashawn Wright right into the spot. And the good thing for the Cowboys is Anthony Brown, he returned on Sunday, which right. means he'll be on, on the field for Thursday. So your starter opposite Trevon Diggs is there. So the only concern is, well, who's his who's the backup? And if it's not Kelvin, it's Nashawn. So you still have the depth there because Anthony Brown is on the field. Yeah. Uh, I don't see a scenario where DeMarcus Lawrence, unless the – 
the bug that hit him on yesterday completely debilitates him, I don't see that he's not on the field yeah. on Thursday. It's, he already talked about everything he's fighting through to remain available, and he's producing at an elite level in doing so. Yeah. So unless he's just, you know, in the fetal position at home because of the illness, I see Tank being on the field. But if he's not on the field, I know. if we're talking contingencies, if he's not on the field, then guess what you're going to see? You're going to see— What are you laughing at? <laughs> what are you doing? No, I just got a visual of Mike Tyson. You remember Mike Tyson had that fight? He said— I broke my back. Oh, wait. I broke <laughs> said, my back. What part of your back do you break? Spinal. <laughs> That's the Legendary only way D-Law ain't going to play. That's the only way. <laughs> only way. Classic line. But for, contingen- <laughs> for contingency's sake, if he if he doesn't play, Lawrence, then you're going to see more reps for Durrance Armstrong. You're going to see more reps for Sam Williams, yeah. Dante Fowler. And it might be— an, You mean I, all those I, other guys that are getting uh, sacks? Yeah, all those other oh, guys. And crazy. and it, there's a uh, break glass in case of emergency, which it, Tack McKinley is on the practice squad. I still oh, think, that guy. Yeah, that guy. So either way— Either way. Daniel Jones will probably be under siege again. And or more so than he was when the first he had a time healthier around. offensive line. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel Jones was running for his life in yeah. that game. That was really – Dallas had already emerged just because of their performance against Joe Burrow and the uh, and He the was Bengals. running for his life. Ran for 79 yards too, Kyle. And he did do that. Did do that. you got to find a way to contain him. And if not, things could get a little dicey, at least in the first half. But we're going to give our predictions. If you want to be a part of our Pick'em segment, give us a call, 888-855-855. 2297. Give us a call right now. Be on the side of the, the Pick'em segment. We've had two straight weeks with somebody from Washington State on the line. So, uh, three, we. Three, four, three. Three, four, three. But that yeah. one dude don't count because he was a Wazoo fan. Take yeah, he was. Jeremy. Yeah. He actually had a better week than Maurice did. I'd argue that makes him count more. Mm. No, that's trash. <laughs> What's our record? It's Wazoo. Did we catch up on I that? did. I, catch, I caught up on it. I'll tell you what it is later week, because yeah. things are getting tight. Things are closing and it's getting tight. When we come back with more Talking Cowboys. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. Black Rifle Coffee Company serves premium coffee to people who love America. When you drink Black Rifle Coffee, you are directly supporting veterans, law enforcement, and first responders in your community. Black Rifle's expert roasters love coffee almost as much as Texas loves football, so it makes sense that America's Coffee partnered with America's team. Go online at BlackRifleCoffee.com and fuel up with the official coffee of the Dallas Cowboys. That's BlackRifleCoffee.com to fuel up today. Little Sweets! Did you get to work on time? Yeah, but I just realized it's Sunday. Little Sweets has head on home. Dr. Pepper's on its way. So sweet, unique. Baby, there's nothing better. I bet you've probably done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Did you invest your nest egg in an NFT? Yeah, and I don't even know what that is. It's a non-fungible token. Everyone's done something that deserves a Dr. Pepper. Want to use what the pros use? How about the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys? Jack Black. 
Right now, you can get the Jack Black Starter, a curated collection of Cowboys locker room favorites for just 10 bucks with free shipping. The starter includes four Jack Black skincare favorites plus a full-sized intense therapy lip balm. Go to getjackblack.com cowboys and use the code word TEAMJB. That's getjackblack.com cowboys. The Jack Black Starter, 10 bucks, free shipping. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to Talking Cowboys. This is really cool. Dallas Cowboys defensive coordinator Dan Quinn's longtime support of service members, veterans, and their families demonstrates the salute to service tenants to honor, empower, and connect with those that preserve our freedoms. The Cowboys are proud to nominate Coach Quinn as our 2022 NFL Salute to Service Award Club nominee. Join us in making sure that he becomes a finalist for this prestigious award by voting at NFL.com slash salute fan vote. I will absolutely. DQ is a great human being. For those that don't know, I'm not going to share all his business, but that dude donates a ton of freaking money to our military veterans and the care of their mental wellness and everything mm-hmm. else. So he yeah. does a ton in that community, a ton. Facts. He and, wears, and does it quietly. He's always done yep. it. He did it back in Atlanta. He did it in Seattle. He does it. Like he's, he's a dude, man. And when he's wearing camo, it's not because he likes camo. No. He's doing it because he wants it to purpose. be yeah. out in the forefront. He wants it to be on camera. He wants it to be doing – uh, or at least drawing attention. So the salute to service for Dan Quinn. If anybody in the league deserves that award, nice. I'm sure there are great guys uh, yeah, across absolutely. the league that are getting nominated absolutely. for this. And they're all worthy. And they're absolutely let's worthy. let's get DQ the, the dub here. Dan deserves that. So NFL.com slash salute fan vote. Again, give us a call, 888-855-2297 if you want to be a part of our Pick'em segment. Before we get into Pick'ems, though, let's make you some money on DraftKings. We've yes. got DraftKings. You can play for a million dollars with your deposit right now. We've got four players up on the board. Dak Prescott, $6,200. Tony Pollard at $6,600. Dalton Schultz at $3,800. And then the Cowboys defense is back there on the board. $3,700. Isaiah Stanback's excited to tell us which one he would choose. Bang, 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 bang. Give me a Dallas Cowboys defense for $3,700, Kyle. Against Daniel Jones and company. Sacks, takeaways. Yeah. Just the forced fumbles, This the is going to be the biggest takeaway game of the year. How many did they get? Ooh. Five. Whoa! Wow, that's with your chest. So that $3,700 would be making you some money. That's with your chest. I just made somebody a lot of money. That's mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Patrick, what you got? For all the reasons you said, Cowboys defense, it, it, <laughs> it's going to uh, – I predict a bloodbath as far as the Cowboys defense versus that, that Giants offense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So – We've never had a clean sweep on this board before. But we are today. But we are today. I'm taking the Cowboys defense and special teams, too. Because not only are you talking about the dominant Cowboys defense and what they can do on that side of the football, but you're also talking about Brett Maher, who had 29 Mm -hmm. 
fantasy points on Sunday. It's money. The trust is there That's between. A great point, Kyle. Twenty nine of them. That's a great point. Money. Thank you. Thank you. So there you go. All right, let's update the standings here. Once again, you can be a part of our Pick'em segment, 888-855-2297. We'll get you on the line to represent the fans this week because the fans are right back in the hunt. Let's go. So Isaiah still leads the way, 28-18 and 18 overall. Nice. He went 2-3 and three last week, and so the fans closed some ground. Fans are only one game back at 27 and 19. They went four and one last week. Jeremy in Washington was electric. Four and one. He did pick Ooh. he did pick the Cowboys, so technically five and one. Yeah. He had a great week yeah. to, to have it. In third place, one game back behind the fans is Patrick Nosey Walker. I'm coming. 26 and 20. Patrick had three wins last week. And guess what? I'm in fourth place, but I'm closing in. I've had two good weeks in okay. a row. So I'm only four games back from Patrick. <laughs> so 22 and 24. I gotta put I'm getting distance. really, uh, getting really close on that one. a little bit too close to me. I don't like it. Oh, just wait till you see what happens next. So, yeah, it's getting real close. Mm-hmm. So the top three spots, Isaiah, Fans, Patrick. All separated by two games, and then I'm oh, I'm trying yeah. to I'm trying to catch up on the backside, oh, yeah. trying to get there. All right, we've got a repeat picker this week, but he's one of our favorites, Mario in South Texas. So last time you were on here, you said Mario. there was food involved. Uh, it is Thanksgiving week. What are you whipping up down there? Oh man, the, you know the normal traditional turkey, mashed potatoes, corn. But uh, how are you making your turkey though? Oh, it's in the oven. Regular base. I base, I stay up and I take care of the turkey. Ooh, look uh, at you! There he is. You you were about to I say a up. big. You were a saying, but what what is it? What what else are you doing? Oh, um, favorite dish is this broccoli rice and cheese casserole that my mom it's has made bad. since I was a kid. It's not bad. So it's, that it's is undefeated. What's your dessert situation? Uh, pecan pie. Ooh. I'm out. Oh, stop it. <laughs> I'm out on the pecan pie. That's it. You can't come to the cookout. I'm out. You're done. Uninvited. All <laughs> right. I'll take some of that castle. Mari, I'll be on my way. I'll head I'll head down there. I'll be there by tomorrow. All right. We got a spot for you, Kyle. Thanks. Appreciate it. All right. We've got six games to pick. We're going to start off with the toilet bowl game. Denver Broncos on the road against the Carolina Panthers. Ew. Patrick, we'll start with you. That's gross. Let's just go with the home team. Carolina. Uh, I'm going to go with Russ and the Broncos on the road. Isaiah? I don't want to go with Russ, but I'm going to have to go with Russ. Yeah. Mm. Mario? This might be the worst game on the slate, but... Uh, <laughs> um, Sam Darnold is back. Maybe he provides provides a spark. I'm, I'm going with the Panthers. Uh, all right. Let's do the Thanksgiving games because they're, they're decent games. Mm-hmm. Patriots on the road against the Vikings. That's the nighttime slot. Mario, who you got on that one? Well, Kirk Cousins is still having uh, nightmares um, of this past Sunday's game with Micah, and now he's got to meet Matthew Judon, so mm. NFL sack leader. So I'm taking the Patriots on the road. Ooh, okay. Patriots have been playing well lately, Isaiah. Got to go with the Vikings. I don't think that they're a bad team. I think I, they had a bad week. I think they rebound, too. Give me Minnesota. Um, God, I like what Mario said. Um, and Darisaw still battling injury. Judon goes off. Give me a uh, second straight loss for the Vikings. One pass, pass on this one. 
okay. Pats on back to back. The uh, the early slate, the Lions, of course, hosting on Thanksgiving, another traditional NFL uh, yearly event. Yeah. They were hosting the Bills, who, of course, played in Detroit oh. last week. They played in Detroit for a home game last week because of the snow. They moved the Cleveland Browns and the Bills out to Detroit, so they're right back at Ford Field. Uh, I'm going to take the Bills on the road to get that one done. Mario. Well, if it wasn't for the Lions, all six teams playing tomorrow would have a winning record. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm taking the Bills in Detroit. Lions at 4-6. and six. They've been playing better. Patrick. The Lions are dangerous. This is going to be a close game, but um, <laughs> but the Bills are still the Bills until further notice. I'm taking the Bills. <laughs> I'm going with the Buffalo room. Mm. Bengals on the road against the Titans. Patrick, we'll start with you. Bengals, Titans, Nashville? It is in Nashville. I'm going with the Titans. Okay. Isaiah? Let's go Burrow. Burrow, Cincinnati. Give me the Titans at home. Mario? Joe Burrow's on fire. I don't think the Titans have the offensive firepower to keep up. I'm going Bengals. They got the king. Mm, they ain't gonna let him eat. King might not be enough. Lit. Should we do? Should we do an extra game since it's a Thanksgiving week? Yeah, let's do it. Let's there's, do it. there's one game I. Oh, you just I, want to make it up, huh? You just want to try to cover some ground. No, here? I I want to have a conversation ah, ah. on this. Let's freaking talk about it then. You because got 30 seconds. last week I tried to pick the Colts, or actually I did pick the Colts. I was very adamant about it, and they they tried to help me out. That's almost what I was did. gonna say. They almost did you it. You picked a Saturday on a Sunday. I guess mm. I did. Yeah. And so the Colts are a four-win team. The Eagles just barely squeaked it out against a four-win team. This week they play the Packers. Who's they? Packers who beat the Cowboys the a couple weeks ago. No, Eagles. Eagles, Packers. Yeah, that's right. Eagles, Eagles Packers. Eagles, Packers. Eagles and the Packers. Who you got, Patrick? You know what? I, I did pick Eagles last week because, you know. It was you did? Coach. coach almost proved me wrong. I wish they would have. But um, eh. you don't want to do it, but you know you have to. Aaron Rodgers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Give me Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, too. <laughs> well, give me another win. <laughs> Go with Philly, son. <laughs> Mario? I would love to pick the boogeyman, but uh, <sighs> Packers got a lot of injuries, especially on that defensive. Eagles take this at home. Oh, okay. All right. All right, Cowboys hosting the Giants. It's a Thanksgiving tradition unlike any other, and this year it's got a little extra emphasis. Not only is it the Beckham Bowl, but it's also the battle for second place in the NFC East. Winner takes over that spot in sole possession. Both teams at 7-3. and three. Cowboys won the first matchup 23-16. to 16. Now it's time for the rematch. And Mario, we'll start with you. Cowboys, Giants, who you got? Despite the illness running through the Cowboys locker room, um, I came on with you guys today on this Say It With the Turkey Breast Wednesday. <laughs> and, uh, Say It With the Turkey Breast. I'm thinking... Cowboys defense only gives up three points again. Mm. Cowboys win 27-3. I like it. Mario, thank you so much for calling in. Can't wait to to have uh, have Thanksgiving dinner shipped up here to Frisco. Can't wait to see that on my, my desk coming up in the next couple weeks Message. or next couple days. Uh, but appreciate you calling as always, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks, Mario. Happy Thanksgiving. Goes. Happy Thanksgiving, Mario. All right. Say it with your turkey breast. I like that. That's creative. I'm going to say it with my turkey breast. Say it. Cowboys 38-10. Destruction in Arlington. They're going to just wipe the floor with the Giants. Giants Yeah, Giants are just decimated by injury. Mm. And and the illness that's going around here at the Star, I'll tell you what it is. 
It's they're sick and tired of being inconsistent. So here we go. Cowboys 38-10. I gotta learn to let Patrick go last because yeah. I like I like the way he puts these together. 36-16, Cowboys. That's my score. I think it's a big time win. That's I think cute. they get up big and Giants kind of sprinkle on a couple points late. Sprinkle. Just a little bit of sprinkle. sprinkle Not man. Jeremy sprinkle. No Jeremy. Saw yeah. him the other day. Did you? Yeah. There you go. It's rehabbing. Um, um Isaiah. I see your 38-10, and I see your 36-16, and I raise you. 48-10. to 10. Ooh, well, just go to the 50. No. I, what right about up? 60 burgers? No, 48. 60 burgers? 48. 48 burgers? If he could be more specific, he would. He'd be like 48.7. <laughs> <laughs> 48.7. So it looks like a fantasy football right. score. 117.3 to, yeah. yeah, there you go. All right. Everybody have a very happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Oh, heck yeah. Please stay safe. Uh, we'll be on the pregame and postgame shows. That's right. Check you us should out. watch pregame live tomorrow, 2 p.m. Central Time. We promise you we will wait to eat so that we're nice and yep. awake <laughs> for the pregame show. Postgame may not be the post same. Postgame may not be the same. Yeah, we may be, we may be falling over in postgame because of that smoked mac and cheese oh, that we've got coming our way. Lightly crusted. You'll have some, you'll have some Cowboys mac in the press yeah, box. Yeah, we'll have the press box mac and cheese. That's actually pretty good. It'll be, it'll be, oh, it's, it's awesome. Fantastic. I mean, it's not mine, but it's, it's pretty fantastic. good. Well, that's why it's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you Insulting this man's cooking? I did. Uh, wow. wow. That's how we're going to do he it. Set, listen, he, he set I it did, up. I, I knocked did, it out. What are you most thankful for? Go. Uh, my family. A family. Uh, healthy kids, you know, healthy loved ones. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Cowboys being 7-3. Yeah. I think I'm right there with you. I'm happy. Happy. Thankful with my family. Thankful for, for you guys. Health. Thankful for, for you guys. And thankful guys for the and fans. upstairs. Chris Bean behind the scenes. Thankful, thankful for Chris for Bean. What about you? I'm thankful for everything, Kyle, mm. including my family. I was about to say, you probably should at least <laughs> should say something. <laughs> should lead with that. I'm very grateful. <laughs> you are a grateful person. All right, that does it for us. Everybody be safe over Thanksgiving. We'll be back on Monday to break it down for you, win or lose, for the Cowboys against the Giants, a 325 kickoff on Fox. For Patrick Nosey Walker, for Isaiah Stanback, Chris Beam, I'm Kyle Yeoman saying so long. We'll see you on Monday with more Talking Cowboys. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!